There's plenty of fish in the sea. But the sea is full of trash. <laughs> <laughs> Hi and welcome back to Two Pisces. This is the second part to Am I in an Unhealthy Relationship episode. We've covered off what the experts have to say. Now it's time to hear from you, our audience. If you haven't already listened to part one, we suggest jumping onto Spotify or Apple Podcast, tuning in and backing it up with this episode. Alrighty, so we asked our wee baby mm. audience, have you been in an unhealthy relationship before and what were the answers, India? So we've got 86% of our audience yes. have said, yes, they have been. God, that's yeah, and came out. 22% of them were men. Not great to hear, but it's good it's to, great hear, to hear that yeah, they're hear back from them and that, yeah. they're, that they're aware that what they were in was toxic. Toxic, for sure. And no, we had 14% and then 33% of those answers were yeah. men. So we said if you answered yes, what made the relationship unhealthy or toxic? This was super triggering for me. I've got to say there were a couple of things where it was like just communication in general, but we'll run through a couple now. So we've got our name calling, put downs. Yeah. We've got gaslighting and cheating. Yeah. This is This kind is of interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he also had depression but never helped himself and it weighed on her. Pushing your emotions onto your partner and expecting them to help you deal with it. With mental health issues, it's not as much of a taboo subject, mm. say, when it was, you know, in our yeah. parents' age or our grandparents' age, but it's almost letting those said issues encroach on the relationship and then expecting your partner to be the one that can fix you. You know, mm. you've got to do the work for yourself yeah. there as well we've um got what else have we got we've got a few other ones we've got yep. gaslighting on his behalf yeah so emotional manipulation yeah. he was a controlling <laughs> see you next tuesday <laughs> <laughs> lack of communication respect and an asshole drunk oh i Not know who this person yeah, is this and person is. i remember it used to always happen and i used to always say to my ex i was like his behavior i was like if you ever did that to me ever you wouldn't see the light of day <laughs> i was like you'd be broken up with you'd be dumped we've got accused me of cheating every time i went out and then proceeded to cheat on me that i feel like is a total oh. reflection of their own insecurity their and that's why they yeah. cheated fucking hell that's hectic we've got manipulating your own issues and fears into being the other person's fault, blaming your significant other for your mistake. E.g., I did this because you made me feel X, Y, and Z. This is such a fucking, like, gaslight. My sister's ex was cheating on her for months and blamed her by saying he did it because she didn't say I love you enough to him. What a fucking psychopath. True. (laughs) Lying, cheating. Wow. That's a lot. So we actually looked at the amazing Sarah Kaburik, who is the millennial therapist. Um, You can jump onto millennial.therapist on Instagram. She has an amazing Instagram. I watched her talk, actually. Oh, yeah, you watched her at the Body Shop Shop event. She's brilliant. Fantastic. So she came up with another couple of things that can harm any relationship. Mm -hmm. So I'm just kicking this off with violating each other's boundaries. I think that's that's a major one. one. What else have we got? We've got making assumptions. Yeah. Setting unrealistic expectations. Yeah. Relying on unspoken understanding. So that's almost that like passive aggressive, like not telling them and being passive aggressive towards them. They're like, I don't know what you want unless you tell me. I literally say this to my friends all the time. I'm like, just tell me how you're feeling and we can go from there. But I can't read your fucking mind. What else we got? We got reacting rather than responding. I love that one. I hate reactive people. Mm -hmm. Hate it. Proactive, baby. Lacking communication, being dishonest, criticizing rather than providing feedback, 
taking the other person for granted, neglecting your self relationship. So like yeah. you individually, I think that's really important. What else have we got? Refusing to apologize. Yeah. Harboring negative emotions mm. and avoiding conflict. Wow. Avoidant behaviors, not a fan. No, but it's like so important to be aware of your different relationship yeah. dynamics. There's no such thing as a perfect relationship. And I think that's really important. Like you're going to have shit things in your relationship as well. But I think it's the helpfulness in acknowledging the ways in which your relationship can improve and how you're contributing to said dynamics. Yeah. And like just being really open with yourself and saying, hey, Am I being a shit about this? How can I improve myself? And then, you know, helping your partner steer them in the right direction as well. Another one that she's done, which I thought was really interesting, it kind of taps into our audience's Mm -hmm. answers, was... 14 experiences of betrayal, which do kind of tie back into what our audience have said, right? Yes, exactly. And why you need to remember that what you might perceive as betrayal yeah it may vary yeah it varies it's so subjective yeah we'll just kick it off we've got being taken for granted yeah having our vulnerability used against us that's a huge one yeah not a fan of that uh physical or emotional infidelity listen to is is this cheating our first episode it's all about this being lied to or information being withheld. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Guys, ding. I'm going ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Some of this, a lot of this shit has happened to me. <laughs> being pressured to change who we are. Promises mm-hmm. being broken. I've definitely felt this. Yeah. Not feeling prioritized. Yeah. Being humiliated or put down. I definitely think this in a relationship setting, obviously being humiliated or put down by your partner. But I think even the worst being thing. put down or humiliated in front of your friends and family. I think that's mm. a really major one. And I felt that before. And that's been really, really hard. Being physically harmed, of course, of course, not feeling supported, feeling the other person emotionally withdraw. Pick off those last three. Lack of commitment, mm-hmm. privacy not being protected, and unreciprocated efforts. Privacy. Yeah. If I can say anything about trust and promises being broken, privacy is so incredibly important. And if you're not protecting that for another person, I think you really need to fucking check yourself. Yeah is all I can say. I guess noticing if we are feeling betrayed is an important first step in repairing and healing any relationship if we choose to. Awareness around those experiences of betrayal can also help us monitor this. I think this is really important talking to therapists or talking to your friends and saying, hey, I was feeling a certain way about this. How can I navigate, you know, where I move next? And it also monitors how we treat people ourselves and ensure we're not betraying them. So as we said, it's subjective, but like knowing how you feel betrayed can really help how you're going to treat others. Exactly. We also asked our audience what they think makes a happy and healthy relationship. Yeah. Someone's wrote you. I I thank you for that. Thank you, darling. (laughs) We've got communication, independence and trust. Yeah. Understanding. Understanding. Yeah. The ability to communicate, respect, and teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work, guys. You can only be in a thriving relationship. It takes two to tango. It takes two to break down a relationship, and it also takes two to grow on one. That's all I've got to say. And if the one of the people aren't helping you grow, then I think it's time to say sayonara. Mm. See you later. See you later. See you in Cabo in 20 years <laughs> when I'm rich with a great hubby or wife. <laughs> And how do we know if these, I guess, relationships are not aligning with us? So we could have identified that we're in a toxic relationship. We could have identified that a relationship is not really working for us. But why do we maintain relationships that no longer align with us, India? So we looked at the millennial therapist again, and she has a couple of doozies that I feel like everyone needs to have a think of, not just in romantic relationships, but also in friendships as well. Yeah. Take a little look at this. Let's take a little look. So yeah. we've got fear of the unknown. Yeah, of course. I've 
definitely felt this. Fear of loneliness. Mm -hmm. Minimizing or normalizing problems. Yeah. Lack of self-attunement. We've got low self-esteem. Believing we are in the relationship we deserve. I feel like we've all kind of sat in this before. Waiting for the person to change. Dating the potential rather than the reality, I think, is a really important thing. You're like, they could be really good if they just got to this point. And you're like, I don't think they're going to get there, sweetie. Nope. A sense of guilt, responsibility, or dependency. Yeah. Embarrassment of failure. Yeah. Worrying about hurting the other person. This is a major thing that I've dealt with for sure. Yeah. We've got misconceptions about love and relationships. I guess that goes into self-worth and having your boundaries and your values and growing those as well. Modeled behavior. And then we've also got lack of self-trust. I think, yeah, as we said, it goes back into the self-worth and building that up. You can't build a successful relationship with another person unless you've built a successful relationship with yourself or you're actively working to a goal of a successful relationship with yourself. So guys, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, shit, some of this does sound like I might be in a toxic relationship or some yeah. of these behaviors are something that I'm doing or that my mm-hmm. partner might be doing. Yeah. If you're wanting to stay in this relationship or you're wanting to work on it and, and grow, grow, mm-hmm. you need to speak up. Yeah. Communication is key. Mm-hmm. But if you want to try and work on the relationship, you both need to agree and just put in as much effort as the other person because... Bitch, if, that can't be no 60-40. No. That can't be no 70-80. No. <laughs> 70-80. <laughs> 70-30. <laughs> 70-80. Think of it like a car, right? You've got four flat tires. Yeah. If you're pumping one side... And yep. your partner's not pumping the other. The car's not fucking going to go. It's going to move. She's not going to go. That's she's an interesting move. analogy. I love that. <laughs> know your worth. Don't let anyone treat you less than your worth. I. Oh, this is so fucking mm-hmm. key. This is so fucking key. And also give yourself a time frame. So like say in like one to three months or whatever, mm. if nothing has changed since you've had the discussion of, yes, let's make this work. Or like active discussions yeah. throughout it. Yeah. Then maybe it's time to think of what's next. Because mm. as we said, we keep thinking of that person Waiting for the person to change. Yeah. And honey, not everyone is going to change and they're not all willing to change. So Mm. I think if you've had the discussions multiple times and nothing's being done and the situation stays the same, then that's how it's going to be. And then it goes back to your self-worth. Know what you're worth. Know that you're worth enough to leave a situation like that. So to leave on a lighter note and celebrate being in a healthy relationship, Sarah has also put through a couple of what a healthy relationship kind of entails Very similar to what our audience Mm -hmm. have said. So it's the practice of vulnerability. I think that's incredibly important to be able to be vulnerable with your partner. Nurturing an honest and genuine connection with a partner. God, I'm loving all of these. I'm like yearning. I'm yearning, (laughs) babe. What else we got? Actively growing and healing separately and together. We spoke about this yeah. in the toxic flags being that codependency. You need to be able to grow together and separately. I think that's so important. Yeah. And we've got, as we've always said, setting and keeping boundaries. Yeah. We need boundaries in life because otherwise we're just going to be walked all over. Yeah. So yeah, definitely keeping those. Uh, staying curious and open towards the other person. Yes. Always wanting to grow with your partner. It's all about growth, man. It, I love it. Having freedom of self-expression, but also of exploration. I finally got that. <laughs> we had to cut out. I literally couldn't say exploration. I was like, exploration. Oh, <laughs> but it is. It's like growth, but also how boring would a relationship be without... Without exploration. Without relationship. Without exploration. <laughs> Let's have an exploration expedition. <laughs> what else we got? We've got taking responsibility for our words and actions. Mm-hmm. 
actively choosing our partner on a daily basis. Dude, this was in the... You don't just choose them once, you choose them fucking every day. Yeah, but we talked about this in the Is It This Cheating episode uh, when you put your, like, partner as a placeholder or Mm. you're, like, telling people other good news before you tell your partner. Choose your partner. Choose your partner. If that's who you want to be with, choose your partner. Maintaining a meaningful relationship with ourselves, remaining loyal to who we are, that Mm. comes back to the boundaries. And last but not least... This is a big one. Yeah. Maintaining our own hobbies and friendships apart from our significant other. That's why we play so much touch football. (laughs) Touch football. Touch football and futsal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we've gone a bit crazy this episode, guys. But did this episode speak volumes Volumes. to you? Have you ever experienced any toxic relationship? Do you think you have? Yeah. Do you think you're in one? Do you need extra advice? Do you want to give us advice? Yeah. Let us know. Reach out to us. Uh, DM us on Instagram at yep. Two Pisces Pod. Yeah. You can also email us yes, at Two Pisces Pod at gmail.com. You could also leave us a voice message. Oh, um, a voice message. We always say that we want to hear sexy voices, but yeah, it gives us life. It does. So you can jump onto our Instagram in the bio there. It's anchor.fm slash Two Pisces, I believe. <laughs> Don't correct me if I'm wrong. And you can jump onto there and you can press message. It records straight from your iPhone. We'd love to hear your voices. Thanks for listening, guys. We love this episode. We hope you enjoy it just as much as we did. Yes. From two fish to you, take care of yourselves this week and And just just keep swimming. Yeah, bitch, let it drown.